Well, good morning, friends, and welcome to our 945 service on this, the third Sunday of Advent. It's good to worship God together in this way. Lessons and carols, a glorious day. Thank you for joining us in worship. A good number of you are visiting with us. We are really honored that you have come. We hope you'll come back. We hope you'll leave us some contact information so we can reach out to you, see if we can support you in some way. Uh, my name is James Howell, and I'm up front today with my friend and colleague, Reverend Taylor Pride Barefoot. Good morning. It's so good to see you all. We want to invite you to come back to the sanctuary tonight at 7 p.m. for our youth-led love feast. Uh, we, that's a great service that we encourage you to join. And we also want to draw your attention to our bulletin to see all the different ways that you can worship next Sunday for Christmas Eve. Uh, we'll have Advent services in the morning and then uh, Christmas Eve services throughout the rest of the day. So we hope that you will join us for that. Let us continue in worship together. in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. We light this candle in joy.
continue to raise our voices together as we affirm our faith, which is found in your hymnal on page 881. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Let us pray. Beloved in Christ, be it this day our care and delight to prepare ourselves to hear again the message of the angels. In heart and mind to go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass in the babe lying in a manger. Let us read in Mark and Holy Scripture the tale of the loving purposes of God from the first days of our disobedience onto the glorious redemption brought to us by this holy child. And let us make this space dedicated to God, glad with our carols of praise. But first let us pray for the needs of his whole world, for peace and goodwill over all the earth, for unity within the church in which he came to build. And because this, of all things, would rejoice his heart, let us at this time remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the cold, the hungry, and the oppressed, the sick in body and in mind, and them that mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the little children, all those who know not the Lord Jesus, or who love him not, or who by sin have grieved his heart of love. Lastly, let us remember before God all those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and in a greater light, that multitude which no man can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh, and with whom in this Lord Jesus we forevermore are one. These prayers and praises let us humbly offer up to the throne of heaven in the words which Christ himself hath taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. 
The Almighty God bless us with his grace. Christ give us the joys of everlasting love and unto the fellowship of the citizens above, may the King of angels bring us all.
Friends, our first lesson is from Isaiah chapter 7, beginning in verse 10. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. So Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a young woman shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey when he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land before whose two kings you are in dread will be deserted.
The second lesson is from Matthew, chapter 1, beginning with the 18th verse. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had borne a son, and he called his name Jesus.
In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be enrolled, each to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to be delivered. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn.
fourth lesson is from Luke chapter 2, beginning with the eighth verse. And in that region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. It is so like God that during Israel's darkest, most hopeless day, when they thought they had perhaps only a few more days left in their mere existence, that God sends a prophet who points to a young woman who is with child and says, our hope is with this child. His name will be called Emmanuel, God with us. His name will be called, as we've been looking this whole month, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I read this week that uh, two weeks ago I told you that where it says wonderful counselor, the Hebrew may mean planner of wonders, the great uh, Rabbi Abraham Heschel, this is so interesting, said this, I prayed for wonders instead of happiness, and you gave them to me. <laughs> did God give him the wonders instead of happiness, or did God give him the wonders, and because of that he had happiness? There's so many wonders for us to be attentive to, my friends. Mighty God, mighty God, what might is there in our God, the kind of might that becomes small, that becomes vulnerable, that becomes tender, the mightiness of love, we call it grace. Grace, God's lavish, tender, gentle care for all of us, for all of creation which God intends to redeem. So lovely. Everlasting Father, Isaiah points to a woman who is with child and says that that child that is still in the womb will become a father. That, that's going to take some time. 
Isaiah is saying that we're going to be sticking around. Like God's not done with us yet. There's still some more time on the clock. He will be a father who'll grow and marry and have his own child. Carl Sandburg wrote that a baby is God's opinion that the world should go on. That baby will be God's opinion that the world should go on. He will grow up and have a baby, and that is God's opinion that the world should go on. And so it continues extending even to each one of us, you, my friend. When you were born, God's opinion was that the world should go on. And here we are in a world that goes on. It's so lovely. Uh, the best fathers are not everlasting, are they? One of the things that many of us feel during this season is the absence of a father. It used to be so special to us at Christmas, or maybe there was healing needed in the relationship. Who knows? Fathers are not everlasting. They linger in our genes, in our habits, in our memories. Jesus grew up, and to our knowledge, he did not father a child, and yet his relationship with God, his father, was so close Jesus' relationship with God, his Father, was so intimate that he could say, the Father and I are one. Philip said, show us the Father, and Jesus said, here I am. And we are invited into that same intimate relationship. We, too, can be as intimate with God the Father as Jesus was. And so we are God's opinion that life should go on. And it doesn't just continue beyond the grave. We, too, become wonders. God came to earth in Jesus so that we might become like God. So what do we do in the meantime? We sing. The angel showed us the way. They came down on that dark night and sang hymns of glory to God. Did Joseph sing? When I was a father, I certainly sang to my children did you hear it in the anthem the choir sang that from his heart rose hymns and psalms did mary sing of course she did we have one of her songs where she says my soul magnifies the lord when we sing we magnify the glory the wonder the grace of god although i suspect that amy grant probably got it right when she imagined mary singing as we may as well i am frightened by the load i bear Breath of heaven, hold me together. Be forever near me. Lighten my darkness. Help me be strong. Help me be. Help me. And then we all join in. I love uh, what we just sang at the first Noel when we get to that last stanza of the brass. So beautiful and inspiring and we sing and let us all with one accord sing praises to our heavenly lord i love it that during the season we sing by heart i see you out there you're not looking down you know the words of the first noel and oh come all ye faithful we sing by heart it is what is deeply embedded in our hearts and what you are preparing for is what god made us for and that is to live with god in glory forever when we will sing all of those songs of praise <laughs> of course my friends by heart for god is with us thanks be to god
And we will continue in our worship now as we receive our offering. I remind you that we received so much of our funding for ministry in the last month of the year. You know that your gifts matter, so let us give and give generously. It changes lives here and around the world.
You are a good God, and we offer these gifts to you from our love. Help them be a part of the transformation of this world. Loving God, we ask your blessing on the families and our global partnerships. Help us learn from them what is enough while we provide them with what they need. We pray for all our friends around the world. Amen. You may be seated. The fifth lesson is from John chapter 1, beginning with the first verse. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life that was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony, to bear witness to the light, and all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world knew him not. He came to his own home, and his own people received him not. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father.
brothers and sisters in Christ, what a privilege, what a joy it is to be part of such a church that raises songs of praise to our Lord all year, but especially during the season. God has been listening carefully with great delight and pleasure as we have honored God this day. All the angels of heaven, the saints who have gone on to glory, joining us in this space. And now may the grace of our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of us both now and forevermore.